You're listening to Smart to Death Radio. Hey everybody, it's the interview queen Alicia Toot here, and you are currently listening to and obviously enjoying Queen's Court. Alright everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Queen's Court with your girl the Queen of Any back at it for the beginning of September with another edition of Queenie Suggests. I'm super excited for this episode. Y'all know how much I love this series and sharing some podcasts that I believe that you should be tuning into that are super entertaining, exciting, and fun. And I'm really excited to bring on my guest today. Uh, Every time I'm on any of his stuff, I feel so special, and I want to make him feel the same way. I don't have the same intro skills, but what I will tell you is that he's the man with the plan. He's a senior editor at thepopbreak.com. He's got one of the coolest podcasts around, one of the nicest people right here on not only podcasting, but wrestling Twitter. And that, of course, is Rob from the Bob Culture Podcast fam. Welcome back, Castle. Queen, I don't know who canceled on you, but I am honored to be here (laughs) on Queenie Suggests. And as I always say, finally, the Rob has come back to the Queen's Castle. Oh, I love that. No one canceled. You know that I want you here. I'm so, so glad that we were able to make this work. You got a lot going on in your life right now. So busy. I've been loving the pics of the new studio setup. Um, first of all, how are you doing? <laughs> doing well. You know, I'm not going to lie, Queen. It's been a year. Uh, ever since the end of uh, November, my life has been a whirlwind. But, uh, you know, it's not how hard you get hit. It's, um, you know, how you take the hit, you get back up. I butchered that line, but you know where I'm going with that. Uh, I'm terrible <laughs> at the quotes. But you you guys get the idea. I'm sitting here, uh, although I am in the castle, I am also in the Bob Cave for one of the first times ever with the Queen. So this is pretty cool. Um, we put a lot of work, uh, the Nooner and I, Nunez, a uh, big part of the show, the good brother have put a lot of work into this studio. We are waiting for the queen sticker to put on the <laughs> wall, but we have a lot of our indie friends in the room. Well, not like physically, but you get the idea. They're pictures, they're eight by tens. Um, I got my Ray Mysterio signed mask in here. I got a lot of autographs, a lot of just nods to the bands and wrestlers we've had on the show. So it's good. This is, uh, this is home. Yeah, and it's looking great. I'm loving the way you have everything set up. And clearly you're a wrestling fan, Rob, as if we didn't know that already. But let's start this right off with with diving in a little bit about your actual wrestling fandom. Before we start talking about BCP and thepotbreak.com, let's talk about you. Tell us a little bit about what it was that drew you into wrestling. So uh, long story short, um, VAC, you know, we call him the human... Uh, wrestling encyclopedia on our show has been my best friend since we were four years old, which it was just such a great important part of my life. He's been into wrestling forever. Um, and I was always the guy, even when I was a kid, it's fit. You know, I was that guy. I hate to say it now, but like, it's fake. It's fake. It wasn't for me, but like, you know, we would still play with the action figures and stuff and like the video games, but like, I never really watched. Um, so it wasn't until we were both in college. We went to college uh, together at Rutgers university here in New Jersey, um, and you know, he would watch wrestling and I'd just be on the computer doing like my social media stuff. Um, and I saw this guy in a mask jumping around the ring and doing springboards and jumping off of cages. 
And I was like, oh, this is co- not like what I expected. This guy's cool and he's fast and he's he's like flipping everyone around. And <laughs> that was uh, none other than Rey Mysterio Jr., uh, you know, Rey Mysterio. And um, that was the, you know, the, that snowball effect that turned into this fandom where I loved it um, and just became such a huge fan. And now uh, there's a, a Rey Mysterio. It looks like I've hunted Rey Mysterio, but there is a <laughs> Rey Mysterio mask. <laughs> hanging off my wall that wasn't the intention but it looks really cool signed by ray mysterio who i got to meet so um yeah that's how it all started for me oh wow well ray mysterio i feel like is such a legend in his own right and and watching his journey from starting you know on our screens if you will uh getting excited about watching him wrestle is really super cool so other than ray though when when you kind of really started your fandom who else kind of captured your attention right off the bat Right off the bat, um, that's a really great question, Queen. It was definitely Ray, and since then I've always been into that fast-paced, high-flying style. Um, so naturally, I gravitated towards the risk taker. I'm doing the juke over here. Um, I know. Oh all- yeah, Jeff Hardy. <laughs> Jeff, oh, Jeff Hardy. Um, when I was younger, I got a lot of comparisons to Matt Hardy. Like I always had the chin strap. I didn't have long hair, but people always call me like the third Hardy brothers. I have a great picture with the two of them hanging in here as well. So I'm the third Hardy brother in that picture um, with no wrestling skill whatsoever. Um, <laughs> but I gravitated towards Jeff, who who I just hate to see struggle with his demons. But uh, I'm glad he's doing well now and just always a favorite, not only for his in-ring performance, his skill, but his art, his persona his um, music, his just being his essence, his face pain. Uh, and that's another great thing about wrestling, not just the in-ring stuff, but the music, the entrances, the pageantry. Um, and then another guy, uh, obviously Undertaker, even when I wasn't into wrestling, I always thought was cool, but Kane, for whatever reason, uh, you know, maybe it's those mass personas I always like, but Kane, I always thought was the coolest. I, I never thought he got enough love, but definitely love yeah. the I love the big red machine, especially when all the fire used to come out, out of like the ring post area. Oh, that was my favorite whenever they would pull those out. So I feel you. You're into the mask face paint vibe. I think that that's dope. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that at all. And as your wrestling fandom has grown, you know, things have changed vastly, right? Even from when we were in college to now. What's kind of keeping you interested in wrestling now? Great question, Queen. Um, You're on point as always. That's why you're the best. (laughs) Um, You know, obviously this is audio, but in my studio, I'm surrounded by a ton of Johnny emojis. We're we're big Johnny people on this show. I'm not going to go into my Johnny heel rant, um, which I don't agree with, but I really do think he is one of the best in-ring performers. I won't do it. I know. We don't have enough time. One of the best in-ring performers. Uh, I think he really is uh, going to be on the level of a Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles Mm. if he's already um those matches with cole he he knows how to react he knows that psychology in the ring outside of the ring he's the kind of guy that says hey if you see me at disney springs like please come say hi to me um you know you're not going to bother say hi to me candace he's a good guy he's a role model he does a lot of charity work um and that's what it's all about so i really do like him um he's kept me watching you know nxt i've always been an nxt guy since they were coming to asbury park in my area before they were even on tv just when Mm. they were starting out on work um you know and all the guys that were there then are now all on raw and smackdown um which is really good to see and that kind of plays into the other reason that i'm watching on on one side of my room here again i'm shamelessly promoting the bob cave but that's not what this is about. <laughs> you um, can check it out on, an, on his instagram <laughs> yeah, I, I do a little 
for it. But um, I have all the eight by tens. Like we like to support everyone that comes on the show. So we have all the independent wrestlers that are trying to make names for themselves on one side. And then on the other side, we have like, you know, the likes of Adam Cole, Jericho, Cody Rhodes, the Hardys, like our signed eight by tens. And when someone gets signed or makes it to that next level or gets a contract, I take the picture and I put it over on the other side. So uh, we're seeing, yeah, we're seeing some of our friends show up on dark, which is really, really cool. Uh, I've heard some rumors about some other people, nothing confirmed, so I'm not going to drop any names, uh, but I really hope that people are getting their dreams. It's crazy in this COVID world that people actually are getting opportunities, and that makes me so happy because wrestling was red hot before this whole thing happened, the Wednesday Night Wars, all that stuff. And I'm glad to see, you know, it stunk to see all those people released in April, but I'm glad to see younger talent getting signed for sure. It's all about one door, you know, closes another one opens, silver linings, that's the world we live in right now. Um, but when I see my friend, I shouldn't say my friends, people that, that were cool with, I should say, um, you know, show up on TV or as an extra or on dark or NXT, that to me, it, it fills my heart. It makes me think like dreams come true. And that honestly um, keeps me watching along with seeing like what these brands are going to do to keep us watching in this fanless 2020 COVID world. And as we know, uh, Friday, we're talking Thunderdome, so I'm really interested to see what that's about. It, it's going to be really interesting from what I've seen. It looks really cool. I'm really excited, though, to to have seen the indie promotions and AEW and NXT and even WWE to an extent kind of embrace the, the snow fan scenario and mm. really deliver the very best that they possibly can. Uh, for us as fans and and to watch everything slowly reopen and do so safely on the indie scene oh that is like the coolest thing ever the likes of you know synergy pro wrestling also in jersey and uh, gcw uh, also in jersey (laughs) everything happens in new jersey these days which is great um so it's so nice but you're right and and speaking on that point about this, you know, COVID era and post-COVID era, but we're going to go back in it. I don't know what's going on. But podcasting has been different for all of us. So it's going to be interesting as we go on this little chat together to talk about what's coming up for you now, because what's been really fun for me to see is how you're still doing the coolest interviews and the most fun things in 2020, despite all that's going on. And I'm going to be asking you some questions about those later. But let's talk about your podcasts, all right? Bob Culture Podcast, how did it all get started? Uh, that's a great question. So basically, uh, I have been playing in bands since I was 16. So I had been on a hump. Oh, there goes someone's car alarm in the, uh, the Bob. <laughs> this is what happens when you move. This is uh, Maybe this is uh, Butcher and the Blade are out there. Or not Butcher and the Blade. Maybe uh, pr- Proud and Powerful destroying someone else's van. <laughs> I think that's it. But um, to answer your question, basically, I'd been in band since I was 16 years old. So I had been going to like the college radio stations and doing interviews as interviewees. Uh, I had been on podcasts as I was getting older with with bands and such like that. So I had always wanted to do like a pop culture website, like, you know, top, you know, 25 games or like movie reviews. And I started making this website and it's so hard because there's like navigation and getting people to do content and all this stuff. So it was very, very difficult. And I'd just been on so many podcasts. Now I'm a drummer first and foremost. I feel like I can do anything behind the kit. Uh, I've just been doing playing drums since I was 11. Uh, I don't think I'm great in front of a microphone. You know, my role is behind the kit. I know my role as the rock says, 
but I wanted to do something different, and I have so many good people around me, and that includes you, Queen. And I just uh, dove into this thing, and I asked my friends and family, like, hey, should I do this? And everyone was super supportive. And, I, you know, I still feel like I'm growing and learning every day. There's definitely a, a learning curve here, but it's turned into a thing uh, where we, you know, talked to all these local bands in the area. In fact, as we speak, someone's popping up right here, one of the local bands that's coming on. Um, but it's just such a, it's crazy. It's such a great thing. We go to these cons and we get to interview, uh, you know, we had a Ghostbuster on the show. So to me, that's like my childhood right there. Mr. Ernie Hudson, Winston Zedmore from Ghostbusters. Um, uh, I, I love doing the press thing. I love going to these cons. Obviously, that's not happening these days. Uh, meeting people. I love supporting these local bands because we're not only a wrestling show. I, I would say right, right now we're about 75% wrestling uh, because that community has been so good to us. Uh, and I love doing it. And I love I, there's such a parallel between like bands and music uh, and wrestling. Like when I went to wrestling shows, I saw like these guys selling T-shirts out of boxes and eight by tens like we would sell our CDs. And I just see a lot of parallel uh, parallels, like, you know, just trying to get to that next level, get those bigger shows, make a name for yourself. So the BCP, you know, obviously not the pop culture podcast, but the Bob culture podcast became my baby. And everyone, you know, I, don't, I like I always say, like, it's not my show. It's, it's all of us. Like, we all make this. You guys all carry me. Um, and it's just great. I love doing the prediction shows with you guys. I love going to these cons and interviewing all these amazing talents that kind of pull back the curtain behind the scenes thing that we get to do. Uh, and it has given so much to, to me, especially in this crazy year. Yeah, it's been, it's been a crazy year and that's for sure. And I like what, what's different about you is, is very versatile, you know, on wrestling Twitter, it's everybody's very wrestling oriented, but you do other things. And that's what I appreciate about it. It's, it's like, if I want something a little bit different, I know where to go. <laughs> you still cover wrestling as well which is super great and you're a great host and we always have a great time uh together but i i guess what i'm wondering now is is for you now that you've been doing this what has been your favorite part has it been those interviews has it been getting to all those opportunities or what is it specifically that you feel has been the best part of starting bcp oh man we're we're getting into the heart and soul right getting, here we're getting deep <laughs> a little deep. Uh, I'll say this. It, I loved interviewing a Ghostbuster. I love uh, interviewing some of these big names in wrestling. I love interviewing the indie guys because you could see it, it means a lot to them. You know, it's not just us. Uh, but more importantly, you know, I look at these pictures and or recordings and I just see me and my boys are like, you know, my brothers, my sisters, good brothers and good sisters, as we say. And <laughs> in, in the That's rest right. of the world. again, that includes you, Queen. Um, and that makes me very happy um, without going into too much detail. I'm not going to be very dramatic, but there's something that definitely blindsided me in my personal life late in November that I, I stumbled upon uh, with someone that I considered a, a partner, family um, best friend for a very long time. Um, that uh, blindsided me, threw me off guard, and uh, definitely threw my life into a whirlwind. And everyone around me, you know, I pretty much didn't hang up the show, but I kind of stepped away from it, mm -hmm. need to readjust everything. And everyone was just so amazing and supported me and, and built me back up. Not to say I would pull the plug on the show, but I just needed to change my whole life, my whole logistics. Sure. And uh, as I made this move to this new place where we have this Bob Cave, 
Um, everyone has been so supportive, not only with the show, but in my personal life, uh, people, my buddy brought over bar stools and a kitchen table. Uh, we have like three TVs that like people gave us, um, it's amazing. It's amazing. like I, in the mail today, I got a toaster oven and a WWE title belt waffle maker. So, um, so it's, uh, it's really, yeah, oh, it's happening tomorrow, I think. Uh, but it is, uh, it's crazy. You know, everyone has their stuff in life and, and not to compare what I went through with anybody else is, you know, people struggle every day. And that's another reason I love the podcast is to use our platform to help people who are struggling. Shameless promo, uh, October 3rd, we're doing vows. We're sponsoring the whole event. Vows pals go to war. Val is a great kid. Um, nonverbal. Um, he has some big surgeries where he, he's going to get, I think something from his forearm, moved so he can use his hands again um and a lot of the ticket sales um a lot of our sponsorships uh the money you know that people are using to sponsor matches is going to the family they're a great family and val resonates with the wrestlers like he he responds to them and that wrestling community and it's so i think one of them one of the wrestlers was over there i think it was gotta give him a shout hog was over there uh spending time with the family and making val smile and that's what it's all about, um, the community. So I also love using this platform to do good. We've done stuff with, or yeah, do good, not well. Uh, for Connor's Cure, um, some yeah. other great char- charities over the years, and uh, also help some of the local businesses that have been struggling uh, right now with this whole COVID thing. So it is super rewarding all around. Oh, man, this is this is why you're here, buddy. As you would say to me, Queen, this is why you're here. Rob, this is why you're here. <laughs> This is the good stuff right here. What a beautiful uh, sentiment and and wonderful things that you're doing. Obviously, uh, we will be on the lookout for that show so we can support for sure. Such a beautiful thing that we're able to do with our our platform, small as they are, right? It's awesome. You have great opportunities uh, ahead. And you're also senior editor of thepopbreak.com. Talk about that a little bit for us. Oh, man. So that has opened so many doors. I've been a fan of the pop break that has featured many of my bands over the years. Um, and obviously our good friend. Here's the shout out, you know, hashtag, right. you know, definitely a father figure in my life. Uh, Mr. Bill Bodkin. Um, you know, we love we love you, Bill. You're the best man. He's probably uh, doing the, the hangman page uh, cheers right now. He but probably um, is. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But we love you, bro. Um, he gave me the opportunity to write in a, in a group piece. I think it was like on Valentine's day, a couple years ago, um, about like best couples or something or, or worst couples. That's what it was. And I wrote about how I hated, uh, Winnie Cooper from the wonder years. Cause she kept cheating on Kevin all the time. But, um, anyway, I, it, it snowballed into this thing where I would just like review like NXT, like NXT was my thing. And even mm-hmm. to this day, I still- NXT takeovers or when NXT came to town I would review the local shows and that gave me a platform to have like somewhat of a resume as a journalist like as far as writing which gave me access to press passes where I could go to these cons and uh, approach the likes of a here come the name drops you knew they were coming Bring them. <laughs> the likes of a, a Kurt Angle hey Mr. Angle Rob Crother from the poprate.com uh, could you spare a few minutes for an interview and, you know, um, people like Kurt Angle, who are nice enough to give me a few minutes of their time. Um, that's really, really cool. I remember I got that interview. Uh, there's like three different stories I can tell about it, but I'll, I'll tell you this one. Um, I just texted Bill 
And I said, I got Kurt Angle. And he was like, what? And he goes, he just told me, he's like, I'm really proud of you, man. Like, uh, and that meant a lot to me. And I said, like, you know, this is for Pop Break. This is for you. Um, and that was just like such a cool moment. And it, the story came out great. Bill wrote the intro and it was so awesome. And then like 10 other like dirt sheets spun everything he said. And I was just like, that's terrible. But uh, the, our, our, um, and real quick, it was, we, he had just gotten the backstage producer role. I had asked him, oh, like, what's it like making that adjustment? And he had something said something along the lines. It's very hard for me to watch right now. You know, I wish I was in there, but, you know, it, it keeps me busy. My wife's happy, yada, yada. And all the all the headlines with all the dirt sheets would put. And there were a lot of sites that reported it correctly and, and right. you know, just the difference. But they would have an awkward picture of him and said, Kurt Angle can't or can't stand to watch WWE or something like they totally like spun it. And I was oh, just like, God. and I'm like, this is journalism. So um, <laughs> integrity is very important to all you podcasters and writers out there. Uh, right. If you have those big crazy headlines, like I'm not going to be following you. Like if you have good sources and know your stuff, like I know what websites and, and what people I'll follow. So um, journalistic integrity, very important. But that being said, the pop break has given me so much uh, opportunity. I've got some screeners for things where I get to, you know, preview stuff and review it early. Uh, I get to go see some plays and things like that. I try not, you know me, I keep it positive. I try not to trash anything or knock anything. Yeah. But there's there's been one or two things that I think I gave a one to something, one out of ten once. Um, and that's not me. Like, it has to be really bad. Um, WWE 2K what was it, 2K20, the one last year? Oh, yeah, no. It didn't work. I mean, it made for some great gifts, you know, <laughs> like in glitches <laughs> and stuff. And, you know, she's a maniac and, like, having Rhonda, yep. like, stuck on ropes and all that funny stuff. But um, <laughs> uh, I, I keep it pretty fair, and it's very cool to have a voice. And I'm so thankful to Bill and uh, everyone. And now I'm senior editor at the Pop Break. It's very, very cool. It's just got a nice... Nice ring to it, so it I love it. Sounds profesh. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I know. Sounds good. And speaking of all these great things that you've been up to, uh, 2020, you know, weird year, very strange. We're in yeah. August, almost September, and I'm still not over it. Uh, we still have a little ways to go, but you've had some great interviews drop. I've listened to almost every single one because of how good they are. Okay. I'm going to let you name drop them because they're crazy, but you'll have to tell us a little bit about these amazing interviews that you've had this year. Well, I appreciate that queen. Um, so here come the name drops, you know, as Bill always says, it's not a podcast unless Rob does a name drop. Shameless promo. (laughs) Yeah. Shameless promo. We love it. Um, I'm so happy, man. I think October is when I interviewed Kurt Angle. Um, and then, and then, like, when this whole, like, COVID thing happened, I kind of was like, I can still do the podcast, and I'm going to utilize, like, I never really did video, and I'm going to utilize, like, the Twitch and the Facebook Live a little bit more. And, again, everyone just kind of contributed. Um, shout to uh, Kyle Masters, who did my my background for Twitch, who I believe uh, I connected through you. Who, who, and you have yes. a background on Twitch, so I totally. He hooked it up, was- yes. I totally stole your steez completely. Uh, <laughs> imitation is the greatest form of flattery, right, That's Queen? That's right, honey. That's right. Uh, but I was able to find some contacts again through some mutual friends, and that's what it's all about. Uh, we were able to reach out and successfully 
uh, interviewed Dana Brooke, and she gave us like a solid 45 minutes, which was great for the pop break. Uh, we got Rusev, and I believe maybe his last interview while he was in WWE, um, you could tell some. And again, he was very funny. I, I remember picking up my phone, um, and it, it was there was a little bit of a, a miscommunication. And picking up my phone, I wasn't sure if it was going to be him or not because yeah, there was like a little confusion. And I remember picking up my phone and he, Rob, and I'm like, yeah, it's Rusev. And like, <laughs> I'm like, it just like made my whole life, you know, yeah. like. Rob, it's Rusev from Rusev, you know? Oh, hello. <laughs> so that was really cool. And again, like the fact that I get to do that with my boys and, uh, you know, one of my friends, uh, my cousin is a, is a substitute teacher or, or full-time teacher now. And uh, sure enough, he uh, he got to show the kids that he interviewed Rusev with me. So that's another thing that was really, really cool. Um, and yeah, just not just like the big names, but also and, and not to say these are smaller names or anything, but but just like these indie names, uh, Casey Navarro, who who comes on our show, who is the future of this business, a very, just turned 21. He's been doing it for a long time. He'll be on your TVs in no time. He's been fantastic. Um, he, he was nice enough. To, again, it's all about like give and take and giving back. He brought Tasha Steeles with him. I was going to have Casey on the show. Um, and because Casey, again, like having good relationships is what it's all about. People, you know, guys and girls who are doing podcasts right now, don't think about what's just in it for you. Like it's a two way street. You know, you mm-hmm. want to help everyone else. And people appreciate that. Casey always gives us shouts if I pop in on his lives um, during this whole COVID thing, man. He, he checked in and he was like, hey, man, like, I hope you and your family are doing well. And like that just meant the world to me. I'm like, what? Like, what, what are you asking me, man? And I was like, I really appreciate that. Uh, we ended up doing an interview. Uh, he brought Tasha Steeles in, who's fantastic on Impact. She's she's great. Um, and yeah, just love in- interviewing these indie talents. Gacy, we just had on Joe Gacy, his mm-hmm. partner Eddie Kingston just got signed to AEW. So I I'm really just hoping some big things for some of these guys and gals. Um, the Goddesses brand we have here in New Jersey, TCW is doing a great job with that. That's the all female wrestling show. So many great names that are going to go so very far. I'm so happy to be associated with that. Um, and yeah, what what other names? Uh, Chris Statlander, we got at WrestlePro. Yeah. Great interview. I it was so. I'll just say this real quick. It was one of those interviews where I, afterwards I'm like, oh, did that like go well? Like I don't know. Was I good? And like I, every question we threw at her. She kind of turned upside down on its head and it kept us on our toes. And I look back at it now and I'm like, she was messing with us. And that's <laughs> her. You know what I mean? And yeah. I look back so fondly at that interview now. But when uh, Nunez and I were doing that, I was just like, I was like, was that good? Like, were we kind of like on different wavelengths? And he goes, no, man, like it was it was different. And we we went back and edited it. And it was it was fun. You know, it wasn't just like cliche answers this is my goal yada yada like she she kept it so real so it was very cool i know that's my favorite one (laughs) it was so good it was great i love that and chris statlander is really really cool and and what a fun thing to to look on my timeline and see that my buddy (laughs) interviewed chris stat so cool um i think this year's closing out but you've had some great stuff happening and while we're in the final push if you will to the end of 2020 what's in store for the bob culture podcast for the rest of this year and maybe into next year it's a great question um i think we are coming up on our 200th episode so we are going to be probably doing another uh, charity event um 
I, I really pride myself on, you know, our guys and girls involved with this show. We all, you know, when this COVID thing happened, we all donated and bought lunches uh, for the hospitals and stuff like that. Um, so we're, like I said, we're very big on charity and using our platform to help other people. Uh, so I think we're going to do something like that again for probably some sort of COVID response or relief uh, for the 200th episode. I'll probably have a lot of live bands involved. Uh, more importantly, again, with the shameless promo, but this is a big one. As I said, Val's pals go to war. Uh, that's by standalone wrestling. Um, Chad Menez, who has been a pillar of the show. None of this happens without him. Gave us the event. We are sponsoring the whole event. We take that very seriously. Um, you guys, if you can't make the show, you can donate a seat. Um, and a lot, again, the funds go to Val and his family, uh, which is just fantastic. I am going to be receiving an award uh, a standalone wrestling appreciation award, Ooh. I should say, an award. So I assume I will be in the ring. I don't know if that means I'm going to get super kicked at some point. I don't know if that means I will get the mist uh, from somebody, but <laughs> I am down. Um, you know, I'm I'm not as young as I once was, uh, but you know, I'm down to be part of the show and make it fun. <laughs> and more importantly, we know that it's not that show's not about us. Um, it's about the cause and Val's pals go to war. And that's here in New Ocean Gate, New Jersey. Um, follow Standalone Wrestling or Val's pals go to war on Facebook for more information. Oh, that's going to be awesome. I'm really looking forward to to that. And I definitely will be uh, donating a seat. So make sure you let me know how to do that. Uh, I'm a little far away. And obviously with COVID, I'm not going anywhere. But I will be happy to donate to that cause. We all we love it. And I think that's wonderful that you're a part of that. Um it's been an absolute pleasure to chat with you, as always, Rob. And I'm super excited that you joined me today. And I'm also excited for you to give the shameless promo plugs at the end here. So everyone <laughs> knows where they can find you and all the good information that they need for everything BCP. Love it, Queen. Well, first of all, thank you for having me, as always. Like I always say, like this isn't my show. This is all of us. That includes you. You you are a pillar of this show. This um, The art I have for the t-shirts, you get at tpublic.com uh, for all your Bob Culture t-shirts. But we have some nice, I call it the Battle Royale shirt. Uh, look for the Queen Easter egg on uh, someone's gear. <laughs> You know, a little shout to the queen who, who's who been a huge part of this show. So thank you again, queen. You can get your Bob culture shirts. Uh, we have the white lightning logo. We have the battle Royale logo. We have the I'm a Chad Minez guy shirts. We have the I'm a Chris Nunez guy shirts, which are selling really well. Uh, everyone right. loves that Chris Nunez, the best smelling human uh, on the planet. Uh, the good brother. Uh, shout to uh, the goodest roomie right now. Uh, the goodest brother, Mr. Chris Nunez. But you can get your shirts at tpublic.com. Just search the Bob culture podcast. Follow me at the Bob Culture Podcast on Facebook and Instagram at Bob Culture Pod on Twitter and bobculture.podbean.com. That's where you can find the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, all that good stuff. All that good stuff. Well, y'all know what to do now. Go check out my boy and all of the great guys and gals, a part of the Bob Culture Podcast, and of course, thepopbreak.com as well for all of your awesome needs. So, again, Rob, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure. Uh, and all of you listening, please enjoy the rest of your day and continue to be kind to one another. Mm-hmm.